What's up, daddies? Uh, today we're going to start the show a little different. We're going to just play the uh, new single by Rich O'Toole, uh, Peter and Paul. It, uh, it's a, uh, what I would say is a, a liberal country song, which is a little bit risky uh, to, to release as a t- Texas country artist. Uh, but I think that uh, as far as music goes, that's what being an outlaw is. That's what being a uh, punk rocker is. And uh, it's got a positive message. And I think we should all enjoy it. So uh, let's fucking hear Peter and Paul by Rich O'Toole. Live from Los Angeles. Woo! California. You're listening to Power Move, Daddy. I gotta rob Peter. Pay Paul. I'm too broke to hang out with y'all. This old crazy world has got me down. I've been watching on TV Seems a little crazy to me People and the politicians lost their minds Trying to make a dollar out of 15 cents Trying hard to pay the rent Every day it feels like I gotta walk the line I gotta rob Peter to pay Paul there yeah 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 i got a little i got a little uh got a little, gravelly. Got, a little, got a little throat got a little throat to it mm-hmm. sounds good though like i wish that it was permanently that way and no, that unfortunately great. that's probably how it'll end up sounds fantastic at some point I'll be like well i had a couple throat surgeries and Yo, some boy. some nodes removed oh no. oh no hey i mean it doesn't have to do anything with uh with alcohol or uh, or cigarettes or anything no but some people just you just beat your voice up so long that uh, you get these nodes. I don't know what they are. I don't like this. It's not a fun. This isn't a fun talk. Well, no, I'm just saying. I'm just talking real talk, Brooks. Right, a lot of right. singers. A lot okay. of singers. They got to get a node like uh, right. Kenny Rogers had to have some nodes cut off. I yeah, think he never drank. <laughs> Kenny Rogers was he had a couple casual beers here and there. It wasn't a big deal. It's just, you know, 
between friends. You know, Kenny was out with his buddies and yeah. and a couple suds went down, maybe two, three, probably light beers. Light beers, for sure. And then, like, after that, you know, straight to bed. Yes. Straight. He's never gambled. N- never did anything. Like <laughs> never gambled. Yeah, that's, that's all you know about Kenny Rogers. He is, never gambled. Well, that guy must have gambled a lot. He had that gambling song. No, no, he never gambled. Let's get into trying to do my thing because we got a big fat show, Brooks. We All can't right. dick around. No, very. You excited. got shit to do. I got a lunch at one. A lunch at one. I got a lunch. I got a hot lunch with a with the with, person you hang out with every with, day got, and the person whose apartment complex you live in. Yes. It's like you and me scheduling a lunch when you used to live here. Well, you know what? It's like you got to put it on the books. Got to put it on the books, and uh, right. that's that's how it's real. That's how you know what's a and Vince Vince called it in the text power lunch. So we're having a power lunch. I'm jealous. I have to do a lot of stuff today. I'm. I have so, you have to so do much business to do. stuff. I have to go help get a car. It's going to be a day. What What are you doing? Gabriel needs a new car, so we got. I got to go help do that. It's not. It's not fun stuff. It's not even. It's not even a car for me. So I don't get to have fun with it. Are you getting a whole new car? Yeah, our car blew up. Yeah, but. Are you gonna get the car repaired, or are you buying? No, no, a car like transmission's today? dead. Like it sucks. It's no good. It's night. It's bad. So we just new car. You're just gonna go shop for a car. We'll figure it out. Do you have a game plan for this? That's what she's doing right now. She's getting. She's working on a game plan. Like right. This is something you do days in advance. I don't know what to tell you. You're gonna get like a Honda Civic, or I don't know what to tell you. Wow. So what happens to the old car with the tranny with the tranny all blown? Uh, the place we took it, they're like, we'll buy it for like a thousand bucks. Well, metal. That's a good down payment. Absolutely. I mean, the way to go is just go get like a big 2006 Honda Civic, put, put the grand down and then just uh, roll right into it. It's not my car. It's up to her. Either way, let's, it's, that's trying to do her thing. Yeah, that is. That's the thing. Yeah. That's That's not a fun thing though. No, that's, that's that's more like a try and do my, uh. Uh, shit I don't want to do, but I have to. <laughs> it's fine. It's gonna be fine. My dad. Uh, when I was uh, when I was in the eighth grade, we uh, we went to Disney World in Florida. Oh, what? You see, you have all these. You act like you're such a bad boy. You went to Disney World in Florida in eighth grade. I'm, have, I'm gonna you tell have a you, very sweet family. We, I, I could only dream of such a, a luxury. It, it might not have even been eighth grade. It might have been like sixth or seventh. Still, a family trip outside of the Midwest was has never happened <laughs> once in the history of the Wheelands. Never once. But you could have went. Never. It no, wasn't like a monetary. It was thing. never even. Not even a, there was never an inkling of a maybe. We went to Wisconsin Dells twice, uh-huh. and that's four hours away. Well, we had a 1982 Chevrolet Celebrity uh, four-cylinder, which is a very heavy car, which that four-cylinder does not push that automobile very well. It was my uh, my first car. I inherited it, and uh, that was my high school car. We drove to Disney World my parents bought the the two day pass for the family of four to go to Epcot Center, and mm. and everyone's super pumped. And you know, I listened to my uh, White Snake tapes and whatnot in the in the, on the Walkman in the back. Yeah. And uh, on the way, once we got to Florida, the transmission blew on the car, which. We're, you know, we're not a rich family. We're very you're, lower you're middle, Trans- lower middle income. Yes. And, and you're in Florida. Oh, boy. So the mechanic 
is knows your situation, knows you're on a family vacation and your car is destroyed. Oh, no. And they just took my father for a little bit of a ride. <laughs> and it wasn't like he was a noob. It was that I don't have a choice. I'm only here for two days. Yeah. I can't spend two days shopping around for the best deal. Right. So they had to clean out a lot of cash, like yeah. straight cash, like two grand or something like to my, to my parents at that time was, was like me or you like, okay, uh, uh, you can have your car back for $20,000. You'd just be like, okay, uh, <laughs> I'm going to clean out all my credit yeah. cards and my savings. And, uh, I'm going to just, uh, put a gun in my mouth. Yeah. No, and I remember my dad coming back from the, from the, the uh, mechanic and just being so sad. It's the saddest <laughs> I've ever seen my father. Uh-huh. And, uh, like the first time that you see your dad with like a little bit of tears in his eyes <laughs> <laughs> when you're a kid yeah. is shocking. Sure. Cause you've never seen that before. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, Oh my, wow. That's a lot of emotion. Whoa. That's uh something must be really bad. Yeah. My friend Chase's mom's van that we took. I don't even know if he asked her. It broke down in uh, North Carolina and we left it there and flew home. And uh, she was like, what? <laughs> North Kakalaka. She, she had to fly out there and deal with it. Chase is a real maniac. He yeah. was like, I don't know. She'll figure it out. She'll figure it out. I think we went to uh, Epcot Center the next day, but it was everyone was so depressed <laughs> and sad that we were, we just went for like an hour. And, and everyone was like, yeah, uh, let's just go home. I think we went to the pool. and Yeah. If, if you're from Michigan and you've driven to florida for vacation like with your family wow no it's i can't imagine i can't no, no, that's no. why i don't have kids i think i think i'm that's scarred why, that's <laughs> i think i'm scarred from that um, they're like this is what kids is 24 hours each way in a uh, four-cylinder 82 chevy celebrity and with no air conditioning and uh, then your car dies and you can't afford to go to Disney World anymore, but you still do. And then everyone's sad. <laughs> I just remember my dad being upset with me because I wanted strawberries in my lemonade one time <laughs> at the Dells. He's like, he's got to have strawberries in the lemonade. Did you ask for that? Did you? Were you like, Garcon? I would no, like strawberries no, no, in like, lemonade. No, it's like, you know, the Wisconsin Dells rule. It's got a little street cart lemonade. I'm like, ooh, fun lemonade. How cool. And then they're like, what strawberries? I'm like, ooh, I love strawberries in it. So it went from like 6 to $9. I love how Baby Brooks is like a dandy. Yeah, I mean. So, ooh, so lemonade. Uh, well, no, it's exciting. I've never, ooh, I grew up in man. I've never seen fucking push carts with food on them. I don't live in a city. Right. You know, so it's like, I get to order lemonade from like a vendor. This has never happened. And then I get to add on treats this has never been an option and then my dad's like how dare you like, that first time you get home like fresh squeezed lemonade it's, a, it's, it's mind-blowing yeah because I, you've only been drinking uh country time or I, or yeah. uh kool-aid absolutely i still love <laughs> new york hot dogs i lived there for two years i get so a hot good. dog walking on three bucks for a fucking hot dog you goddamn right at any time Anytime on my way to lunch, I'll get one or like a gyro with the street meat so sauce. Good. I oh my to- god! I would when I first moved there. When I first moved to New York, yeah, um, I, I lived with my ex-wife in the Four Seasons, and that's a weird thing that I did. Yeah, she transferred her job from uh, Chicago to New York, mm-hmm. and she worked for the Four Seasons as a wedding planner. And 
part of her job transference package was, was that we did. got to live in the Four Seasons yeah. on Central Park for a full month. Mm-hmm. So I just lived there, and that meant all. It was all inclusive. It wow. was anything you want off the menu, and I got so fucking sick of eating like lobster or filet or right. whatever that I started to order off the kids menu and I would get the hot dog and the uh, mac hot and dogs cheese. Are great. But that was my the the my my fondest memory of of like first first being in New York was yeah. that there was a, always a uh, a guy with a cart with the the uh the shawarma so and the good. pita yeah. and the sauce and the hot sauce on top of it. You get the red and the white. And then you, I'd go sit in the park and I'd just be like, it's like I'm on TV. I live on TV right now. Yeah, it's so fun. I I lived above an empanada stand. It was dope. It was yeah. Like, and it becomes personal yeah. to you. Like that's 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 your friend. That's it your food great. friend. Yeah. When I worked at SNL and I couldn't think of any ideas, I would, I would skate there. But then I'd be like, okay, I'll skate once around Central Park, which mm-hmm. is a long... Like oh, a, that's like, like all a, day. <laughs> no, it's on a skateboard when you're blasting about a half hour of where of where I'm just like because Thirty Rock is right next to Central Park, so maybe ten blocks. Yeah, and I was just like go skate around Central Park, and then I'd get back to Thirty Rock and be like, oh, I forgot to think of an idea. <laughs> I was enjoying my life yeah. instead of doing uh, work boy, in I was my just mental cruising. Uh, yes, yeah, it was real bad. I always think that something I always say is that uh, people, everyone should live in New York for a year. I don't know. You don't need to. I think that it makes you so it, it toughens makes you, you up. thankful. It makes it, you thankful for a lawn. It it toughens you up, and yeah. I think it 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 really makes you um, interact with a lot of people. And I think that living in New York for a year eradicates racism from your brain because you just hate everyone equally. Yeah, no, that's definitely true. If you live in New York, everyone's psycho. Yeah, you realize that it has nothing to do with skin color whatsoever right I everyone also, can be a piece of trash i also think equally for stand, hand in hand i think for stand-up you can't if you're if you only live in new york you're wrong and if you only live in la you're wrong oh only there's there's oh. there's so dramatically different you gotta try both born and bred and only lived in new york stand-ups to me are boring because it's all New York stuff. I mean, and it's not really accessible to everyone. Well, else. I became that like, what, like after like two years so of living I saw there, this bum today. Like, I mean, yeah, I had like 15, we all did. I had 15 dope. Yeah. We all saw the bum when we walked in here, but I had like 15 perfect minutes. If you lived in New York city, sure. Where it would like, I could crush everywhere. Cause it's so funny. It's so but then I would go to like Rhode Island and they'd like, what the fuck are you talking about? I was like, oh yeah, I live in a bubble. So I had to get the fuck out of there. I, uh, I scored a uh, brand new, well, a brand new vintage JVC receiver for $12. Oh yeah, yeah, you were bragging about that. For $12 and it's on my Instagram. That is my thing of yeah. the week. I tell you what, my thing. It, 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 it made me so happy, Brooks. That I yeah, didn't say, even you, care that Michigan State lost. <laughs> Michigan State lost in the Final Four. Right. No, I saw that. And it, I would gladly trade this new vintage 80s JVC receiver that I got for $12 for Michigan State to lose. Yeah. Okay. Well, you did. Mm-hmm. You d- made a deal with the devil. My thing is finding out how poorly your pool is protected. <laughs> was, There's no security. And I can go swimming in there with that thing anytime I want. And it's awesome. And I don't even need to call you. I don't bug anybody. I just roll into that pool. It's, L, it's the best pool in LA. It's great. Well, let's extrapolate on how that worked. 
I texted you, can mm-hmm. Carl and I come over and swim in your pool? Yeah. You said no. You didn't know I was already on the way. I learned that afterwards from Jesse Pop. <laughs> yeah. The campfire gets around quick. It doesn't matter. It's who cares? We're going swimming in your pool. We're not bugging anybody. It was great. And then you come down. You're all like, whoa, 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 you know. Well, it's different. I told Pop. I said, if it was Pop, Pop would just. I can trust to just come down and quietly sit at the pool. Well, me and but Carl, you're a wild card. Me and Carl were quiet. And then you're t- no, you're taking pictures. You're taking Instagrams. I know you're wilding out. You we, got cocktails. We you're had, morning booze. Wine. You want your morning booze? No, up. we didn't have. No, you were warm. No, we weren't at all. We went. We went on uh, one of Carl's stressful hikes. One of Car- how Carl stays fit. We went on that. And you were still warm. You were still warm. You were excited for the event. Yeah, because we went on the hike with the idea that we were going to go swimming afterwards. And right. then when you said no, I'm like, he's not stopping us. Right. I know. Yeah. And th- that's the perfect example of why you can't be trusted. Because you'll just if, you'll just take whatever you no, want. Here's my thing about your pool. It's not yours. It is, it a pool. is, it is part a, of my rent. Sure. But I pay for that water. But it, it is equally proportioned to, to I, the rest of I the unit. I steal that pool from literally everyone who lives there, not just you. And I would swim in that pool if you didn't live there. So that's my thing. That's why I don't. That's why it's, I'm not just swimming there because you live there. But I'm your there track record it. does not hold up. I to found out about this pool is, is fantastic. Trustworthy to come and behave in an acceptable manner. Well, I'm. Co- you, you could jump off a roof at any time. You won't. And that's know, not anything you got you won't about know you, when Brooks. I'm there. That you won't is. Know, I'm just kidding. No, I got my summer pool. Brooks, it's that Burns' it's, apartment it's, complex. It's, it's something that I love about you, but it's also something that is a detriment. Is that at some point. You will find the crease nope. in the fabric, and my, you will dive into it. You will jump over pool, the roof. You will break a, a window and be like, I just wanted to break this window so we could hear my morning jacket better on the boombox. Yeah. Like, you went inside the and, clubhouse and turned on the boombox? Yeah, but I couldn't hear it, so I wanted to hear it. Yeah, Jim but James I'm not, not going to tell him that I know anyone who lives there. Carl and I already There's have, cameras! We already said we know we live in room 202. 202. Yeah. I don't even know where 202 no, is. Neither do I. But that's what we'd say if they're like, what room are you? We'd be like, 202. Shut the fuck up. I'm swimming. I wasn't that steamed. I was just like, I was disappointed. I was like, I don't Jesus care. I swim, I'll swim there anytime. I break, I'll, I'll swim, swim in there anytime. I'll swim in any pool. I'll swim in any pool. No pool can keep me out. If you have a pool, I'm swimming in it. Yeah. You don't just go over to your friend Sam Richardson's house and jump in the pool. Why? Because you have respect for Sam Richardson. If it was this just a lack of respect was towards just, Burns. If this was just you because and Melissa's pool, I wouldn't because it'd be it'd be I don't believe you. you. You don't even know. You don't even know I'm there. I knew when I came down you to get my know. 15 second dip before the game started. My thing is that I found a great summer pool in Burns' complex. I found that pool. That's my pool, Brooks. You can't just get what I have. I'm not taking away from your pool. You can swim in it at any moment. You Listeners, fucking sell a show and Burns give me a beat. job, Oh Brooks. my gosh. You know what? <laughs> no. And then you can swim in that pool whenever you want and you'll be paying back. I already sold the show. I just got to go write it now. But uh, That's been months. No, I still got it. I started. I tried to go write it the other day, but my reps were like, "Just, just let wait. me write it. I'll do it in the afternoon." No, you're not writing my show. I, I, and this beha- this type of behavior is makes me question how you would uh, behave under my leadership because it's my show. <laughs> under so I couldn't write on the show, just like you can't swim in my pool. 
I think that's fair. That's but you what you said. Ah, listeners, you heard that you heard it here first. I won't swim in Burns' pool. He can't ride on my show. But I'm gonna run. What if I just go write the show anyway? And I would send, love it. I'd be I'll happy to see it. What if I send it to the network and, and say, "Hey, I wrote it. it. You could just cut out the middle, cut the fat." That sounds fine, man. Look, man. All I'm saying is, me swimming in your pool hurts no one. I looked forward to this discussion the whole week. All summer. Since, since Sunday, I looked forward to this All discussion. Summer. It was All a wonderful time. All, it is a beautiful pool. It's a great pool. Me and Carl weren't bugging anybody. We were just sipping wine, getting doing a dip. It was I'm getting great. tan. I have a I have the most look at I'm all freckly red. All right. This is the most great. This is the most tan that I've ever been. You're, you got a great pool in your and like listeners, would you believe that Burns is he he's he He's greedy with his pool. <laughs> Not fair. I'm Mr. Burns. You're such a greedy. Yeah, you're Mr. Burns. Jeez, with a pool. Let's get into some power news you can use. This is a real feel-good story, Brooks. Okay, I'm excited. I think you're going to enjoy this. Suspected rhino poacher killed by elephant and then oh, eaten by this. lions, I read about this. Say. So dope. <laughs> this made me laugh. I, I love nothing more than when... Uh, uh, people who are mean to animals are killed by an animal. Oh, it's the animal. best. That's why. <laughs> speaking of which, Game of Thrones coming up this week. Not a spoiler alert because it happened like two years ago. But when that guy gets killed by his own dogs, this is the most satisfying thing you've ever seen. Oh, yeah. And he has it coming. Oh, yeah. He becomes like, that's what Game of Thrones is so good about. They're like, you think this guy's bad? Oh, we got a new worse guy. <laughs> a suspected rhino poacher in South Africa was killed by an elephant before his body was apparently devoured by lions, authorities said. A search team in Kruger National Park was only able to recover a skull and a pair of pants. So. And there, there's a photo. You can look it up of just his pants. <laughs> No. That's all that's left. South African National Parks said Friday, and you're a big national, you're, not, you know, U.S. National Parks, but you're a big supporter of Brooks. No, I you actually go, put your money where your mouth is. Yeah. I, There's something about Brooks that, that, I donate that the to listeners Yosemite. might not know. He donates money to national parks. He loves them and so much. And to uh, the um, uh, Sierra Society. South African National Park said Friday that the victim and four accomplices were trying to poach Rhino Tuesday evening. The accomplices said the victim's family... Uh, and said he had been killed by an elephant. <laughs> so they're trying to kill a rhino, and like one of the homie elephants comes the elephant over. It's like kills him. I don't think so, bitch. Yeah, elephants are scary, man. The the bull Russia, and uh, then a lion. He was in a fucking happening spot. He must have been at like a nice little uh, little oasis. Yeah, he pulled up in the wrong liquor store parking yeah. lot on the bad side of town and tried to like jack someone for their fucking wallet and got yeah. smoked. I tried to steal from the wrong from the wrong dude. An initial search party was unable to locate the body. During the search uh, Thursday morning, authorities found the few remains of the suspected poacher. Indications uh, found at the scene suggested that a pride of lions had devoured the remains. Wow. It's the circle of life. That's crazy. He's trying to kill a rhino. An elephant says, fuck you, kills him, and then the lions cruise up and be like, oh, free trash. Yeah, no shit. Yeah. He became Capri Suns in the alley. Mm -hmm. he's, yes. he's, he's trash Capri. He's trash beers. Ooh, yeah. He's pop man he's, trash beers. No, he's, uh, he's crack Capri Suns. Yeah. Crack Capri Suns. The South African police service said two of his alleged accomplice, accomplices were arrested with rifles and ammunition in their possession 
Entering Kruger National Park illegally and on foot is not wise. It holds many dangers, and I'm this incident up. is evidence of that. Kruger, I'm up Kruger National, National Park, Park managing j- executive Glenn Phillips said in a statement, It is very sad to see the daughters of the deceased mourning the loss of their father, and worse still, only being able to recover very little of his remains. That sounds like a little jab in the ribs, like... Boy, jabbing the no ribs. Gosh, it's <laughs> uh, those are those baby back ribs. We got went oh. down real smooth with those lines. Oh, wow. fall off the bone after the Ooh. after the after the elephant stomped his fucking ribs. Got him so tender. Ooh. They got him so tender. Fall, fall off the, the bone. bone. This is up. This is like so sad. Your daughter's this is in can't. Mozambique. This is Zimbabwe, Mozambique. This is North South Africa. Which is where I really want to go to Tanzania so bad. Tanzania is like where it's fucking. Well, don't at. poach any rhinos there. No, no, I want to go to Victoria those Falls. Fucking elephants will roll I up go to Victoria on you, dog. Falls. There's this place called like the Devil's Falls or something like that, where you like it looks like you're you're basically on top of Victoria Falls, the Devil's Pool. It looks so fucking cool. It's in Tanzania. I gotta go. I just I might just blow them. I might you might not see me again. Yeah, maybe that'll be a. That'll be your uh, That'll be- clean out your the rest of your money. That'll be your transmission on the way to Disney World. Absolutely, it's when your like kidney fails in Tanzania and you have to. I'm like, we right could now. give you a new kidney, but it's going to be like uh, you know, LA five million dollars. Will you take a black card? LAX to Tanzania. Oh, dude, fucking only twelve hundred bucks. You could be there whenever you want, Brooks. Whoa, rad. I'm, I'm, mm. I'm sure you have that liquid or, or available on a credit card. You can just go oh, today instead of going to look for a car. You Whoa, can just go there. Very cool. Go look man. for a car in Tanzania. Dude, this is to go to Mount Kilimanjaro. And well, then go rent a there. car, yeah. go to the Devil's Pool. Ooh, listeners, look up the Devil's Pool uh, at Victoria Falls. That's where I want to go. I'm going to post a photo from there. I got my phone fixed, though. I'll probably get my phone fixed before I go to the Devil's Pool. <laughs> Moving on. Naked woman arrested after breaking into a daycare. This is from the Washington Post. This is sent in by uh, Daddy Todd Usher. Shout out to Todd Usher, everybody. A naked woman was arrested Thursday morning after she broke into a Stafford, Virginia daycare center, authorities said. Heaven Connor of Spotsylvania had recently been released from Kappahannock Regional. What the fuck are with these fucking Pennsylvania names? With like forty-five consonants in them, rap a Hanukkah. Polish names. Regional gays. Regional jail. These aren't Polish. This is just fucking nonsense. Gobbledygook. When she broke into the Kids on the Move Learning Center in on Cambridge Street, in the Stafford County Sheriff's Office said, "Jesus Christ." Okay, Kids on the Move, Brooks. Uh huh. Two employees arrived. I was giving you an open to make me a. Make oh, I'm reading about the devil's monster. pool. God damn it. I'm sorry. I got Laptops excited. away in the All writer's right, I'm room. I'm putting it down. I'm putting it down. Two employees arrived at the center around 4 a.m. Thursday to open for the day. As one employee was turning on classroom lights, she discovered a naked Connor in a doorway. Sheriff's office spokesman Amanda Vincenzo said Connor told the employees she was trespassing. The commotion attracted the attention of the second employee who also saw Connor naked. The employees left the daycare and called police from a car. When a search, when a sergeant found Connor, she was uh, said she was clothed and wielding a fork in each hand. So, oh my gosh, <laughs> like I got one for each of you. No kidding, she's like a crab. I got one fork for each of you. Insane. 
She was not affiliated with the daycare and is charged with unauthorized entry and indecent exposure, according to the sheriff's office. So this chick gets all fucked up, Brooks, and goes into the kids on the move daycare center. Right. Butt naked and has two forks in case anyone comes and tries to take her out of there. Hey, stay out of here. I got forks, baby. That's I think that's a rock bottom moment. Well, yeah, that's, that's a, a rock bottom power that's a, move. That's a that is a uh, Robert Downey Jr. rock bottom, but the worst way. Yeah, because you're gonna. I mean, what if those kids come in in the morning, and fourteen kids see you butt naked, trashed, passed out? Now you've got some sort of sexual assault charge because oh, you've boy. visually like impaired them. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. That's a sex crime. We'll just move right into this. Naked murder suspect captured waving gun inside South Nashville Waffle House. This is a, this is great. <laughs> What what more beautiful words are there, Brooks, than naked murder suspect captured waving gun inside yeah. South, South Nashville, Nashville Waffle, Waffle House. House? It has all, it hits all the spots. Got it all. It's tickling the taint. It's smooching the balls. Nashville, Tennessee. A woman wanted for a 2017 murder was arrested Saturday morning while naked and waving a gun inside of a busy South Nashville restaurant. Montessa Tate Thornton, 19, was taken into custody at 19. Jesus Christ, get your shit together. At the Waffle House on Harding Place uh, on charges including public indecency and public intoxication. Police said they responded to a report of a naked man and a woman with a weapon inside of the business. When the officers arrived, they said they observed Tate Thornton wearing no clothing inside the Waffle House, which was open for business, and waving around a gun (laughs) while acting erratically. Tate Thornton was screaming, sweating excessively, and making incoherent statements. Oh my gosh! These are, we're just you're just talking. We're just talking about crackheads this whole really, episode. Really sweating. Really. Well, that's what majority of the show is, bro. Yeah, yeah, I forgot. Police said the 19-year-old admitted she had been using marijuana and cocaine. Oh, I never understand the people who are fucking bonkers out of their mind, and they're on like so many substances like crack, heroin, etc. But also marijuana. Like, what, what are you, are you doing? Trying to be cool, man. You can't just be. Can't just be a drug guy. Gotta be cool too. Yeah, but it's not. It's not like a fuck you up drug. It's a chill you out drug. Also, man, these people are using hard drugs. They're not fucking smart. Yeah, why did you? If you if you're a coke or a crack addict or a meth addict, marijuana costs extra money. Shouldn't you put all of your money into? It's like if you're okay. a if you're a super booze bag drunk, you just buy. Like a Polish guy in fucking Brooklyn, you just buy a pint of shitty vodka. You don't yeah. you don't waste your time on light beer. Yeah, I see what you're saying. The other naked suspect allegedly involved in the same incident was identified as Larico Nixon, 34, and he was charged with public indecency, public intoxication, and being a felon in possession of a weapon. Police stated Nixon was observed running with a gun, also wearing no clothing, and chasing Tate Thornton while admittedly under the influence of marijuana, cocaine, and crack cocaine, Brooks. So, whoa, there. So weed. Coke it's escalated. And crack. It's weed, coke, and crack. All right. How do you even get all of that? I. I mean. You can. Yeah. But why? That's like me when I go on, like, Friday night, I'm going to get a pizza 
and two airplane bottles of Jack Daniels. And stop and, at Del Taco. And stop at Del Taco. Like, just do one of those things. Just do one. Just do all crack cocaine. Yeah. Once Tate Thornton There's was one takeaway here, listeners. Just do crack cocaine. Right. Just if you're do gonna crack. do if you're a crackhead, just do the crack. Just do crack. Be a smart shopper. Yeah. Don't go into the store. Like if you know you're you just eat shit and you go to fucking Walmart. And, you know, when, we, when you get on a health kick, Brooks, and you and I have done this, and you go and you buy a fuckload of vegetables and stuff, and then you get busy or whatever throughout the week, the, the, the kale all goes to yeah. fucking shit. Don't buy the weed. It's just going to go to waste. Yeah. Just buy the fucking crack. Enjoy your crack life. It's, it's short. Once Tate Thornton was in custody, investigators said they discovered she was wanted on a charge of first-degree murder. Oh! <laughs> oh! If you want it for murder, don't, don't wave guns. Uh, oh, boy. This is just fucking wild, man. If you want it for murder, though, I don't know what I'd do. I don't know what I would do if I was wanted for murder. I might do crack. I might be like, I'm going to do some crack now because I can't live with my brain. Do you think you would? I don't know, Burns. No, I thought about this. If it was all like done, would you just go all in? Like I, I've I've never done heroin. I've, I, no, I'm not, I, I don't know, man. If I'm wanted say, for murder, I don't, I get I'm like I have anxiety right now knowing that I have to go to help Gabrielle. I can tell gotta, you're gotta, all fidgety because I got distracted. Go. There's so much stuff I have to get done today that I don't want to do, and it's not exciting. So I can't imagine. If I murdered someone having to deal with that, like I have to go deal with purchasing a car. I, that gives me anxiety. If I'm wanted for murder, I'm going to freak the fuck out. Do you have murder, uh, like dreams, Brooks? No, never. Uh, uh-uh. I have frequent dreams of that. I did something really bad to that extent. And then I, and I, then you wake up in the morning or in the middle of the night and you have this wash of, Oh shit, that didn't happen. I didn't do that. Oh, oh my yeah. god. Oh okay. my god. Uh, oof. Yeah, I know what you mean. I've got those. I used to get them really murder dreams really bad when I would uh read Punisher graphic novels before oh, bed yeah, because they're they're so insanely violent mm-hmm. that the visuals of the artwork would make would be embedded in my brain. Right. So I'd have these dreams where I'd be just killing someone with a sledgehammer. <laughs> and then and then like, be like, "Oh no." And then in the dream would would think, "Oh fuck." Oh no, that was that was a bad idea. Why did I smash that guy's face with a sledgehammer? Uh, I I gotta go hide somewhere, and then you just you wake up. I would just like, sit in like an abandoned house with a uh, with anxiety, waiting for waiting to get busted. So scared. That's when you get heroin. I guess. Let's get into some power foods. All right. Drunk shirtless Florida man arrested after shoveling spaghetti in his mouth at Olive Garden. This is great. I love all of this. And you should see this guy, Brooks. Oh, I want it. I, I don't have him up on the document. Okay. This guy is like you, like your looks. Okay. Like good looking guy. Sure. Who went down a bad path oh, for boy. like two months. It's like. <laughs> it's it's not, you, you can tell it's that fast. You can tell. Like also, for me, if it was me, if, if this guy was me, it would only take a month. Right. No, but it's but like you, that photo. It would take two months. That photo of Vince Neal that you put on the fridge so you're like this keeps us from eating the extra food at night <laughs> yeah the fat fat vince neal fat vince neal so scary so scary this guy this guy is uh is two months of uh i'm looking went to tanzania 
Oh boy! No, you know I'm gonna be hiking, like drinking water. Till you find out where the cool dive bar is. <laughs> That's me when I go to Alaska, Naples, Florida. A drunken, shirtless Naples man was arrested at an Olive Garden Sunday after shoveling spaghetti into his mouth. The police were called at an Olive Garden at a. 1565 Fifth Street <laughs> South. I told you, you're looking up. I found the photo of him. Oh, no. Man, that guy looks kind of cool. No, he like looks. Like a little while ago. <laughs> he's got he, a. He's got, dude, he t- looks he's way got, better than me. He's, he's got a tight, short beard. His hair is gorgeous. Dude, he's way is, cooler than me. His head is fucked. Oh. He looks like he got hit with a baseball oh, bat. Oh, boy, no. That's. That's that's one week for me, dude. Guys, that's, <laughs> that's a, a bad weekend for that's you. That's a hunk. This guy's the hottest guy we've had on the show. Oh, by far. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> check a, out check out the power movies. He's Instagram. only thirty two. He's your age. Oh, Brooks. Well, I gotta go befriend this guy. Hey, what's up, dude? You wanna be pals? I love spaghetti. Police were called to the Olive Garden because thirty two year old Ben Paget was causing a disturbance. Ben? Police Brooks. found Paget. <laughs> You're going to go make guys, friends with this guy. Yeah, you ever heard of the devil's pool? <laughs> scoot out of here. You know, maybe go we'll get, get ourselves fixed up, right? My treat. Brooks loves to take a, take hot, cool hot guys on cool, trips with him cool for camping. Hunks. Cool hunks. You're the camping. new Carl. Ben Padgett's going to be the new Carl, your, your the, camping boyfriend. There's a, new, there's a new Travels and Such. It comes out Monday with Barry Rothbart and Johnny Pemberton. We go to Joshua Tree. Peep it. It's very, very funny. Police found Patchett sitting on a bench near the front door, shirtless, <laughs> and shoving spaghetti into his mouth with his hands. <laughs> this guy's awesome. A strong smell of alcohol came from him as well. I have to take this. This might be my a laundry. Might be my washing machine. All right. We'll just we'll just stop in the middle of the story so that Brooks can. Take a phone call about his new washing machine. That's professional. It's a, it was a not my laundry machine. God damn it! What's wrong with that, dude? I need my I need my washing the show's machine. Show's getting more and more fast and loose. All right, here we go. Police. <laughs> Police found Paget sitting on a bench near the front door, shirtless and shoving spaghetti into his mouth with his hands. A strong smell of alcohol came from him as well. Yeah. Of course it did. According to the police report, Paget was asking people for money as they walked up to the door. And you know the you know the bench like outside of any chilies or whatever. It's like a nice little spot. Oh yeah, like at the Bubba Gump Shrimp where they got his shoes you can put your feet in. Well, it's for people to sit while yeah. they wait for the reservation. Yes. <laughs> you know, you always see families sitting out there. This guy's chilling right there. Yeah. According to the police report, Paget was asking people for money as they walked up to the door. He then threatened a restaurant employee who asked him to stop, saying, I could beat your ass. <laughs> oh, Ben, no, come on, man, be cool. No, no, man, this this guy keeps it real, Brooks. Right. He might be too real for you to take yeah, to your so. South African trip. When the employee went back inside to call the police, Paget followed him in to the Olive Garden and asked the employee loudly what kind of genitals he has. Whoa, no. And they'd leave it out, but I'm guessing he's just like, what, you got a pussy? Yeah. You got a pussy? Like, that's a bad thing. Oh, no, <laughs> like, what? Yeah. I never understood that. That's stupid. This guy's not Everyone cool likes those. I don't I don't like this guy anymore. He's, he's, un- he's <laughs> No, he's your friend, Brooks. He's disinvited. Brooks, he's your friend. 
When he was placed in handcuffs, Paget began twisting his body and kicking his legs. No, 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 no. After the police arrested Paget and helped him get in the back of a police car, he started smashing his forehead onto the metal cage of the car's partition. That's where those those uh, that injury comes oh, from. Oh, yeah. Look at the Instagram. You'll see. He was charged with disorderly intoxication and resisting an officer without violence. Oh, my God. So he threatens to beat some guy's ass. Did, do you think he got a handout from somebody? Do you, I, they never say he's homeless, and I would assume if he no, is, he's got a tight, he's got a tight trim. He's definitely not homeless. He looks like a guy. He's who just trashed went to an after-hours coke place for two nights in a row. Yeah, he went to the whatever the that place here is called. Well, I won't say the name. Of it. I, 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 it doesn't even exist anymore. Yeah, I never went. There are after-hours. Um, uh, cocaine bars in uh, in Los Angeles, uh, and you could say that they're just after hours bars, but I mean essentially they are run by people buying cocaine. And uh, they don't. If exist. you go, if you go to these places, you will end up like this guy. Yeah, no, I've seen people like the, these bars go. They end it. They close. They close at six in the morning, and then you go to this other bar called the Drawing Room that opens at six, and everyone at the Drawing Room looks exactly like this guy. Yes, they all look like trust fund Waylon Jennings. Yes, exactly. <laughs> good, good call. They look all. They're all trust fund Waylon Jennings, and if you get there at what time? Is it seven? They six. open drawing opens at six. Six. It's if you insane. get to drawing at six. They kick you out at noon. Uh-huh. They keep track of they. They know you've been they, there. They like clean it out. Or they something. clear house. Yeah, clean house, and then they start over. Uh huh. We got some good P-mail this week, Brooks. The listener call to action of having people send stories into Power Moves with Mike Burns at gmail dot com really worked. It worked. It good. Fucking worked. Good. And it made me so happy. I have more than I have more food than I can eat. All right, great. I have to blow my nose real quick. Okay. You must have... We're at the drawing room at 7 this morning? (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, sure. We all fucking believe that. Blow my nose. Wink. Mm -hmm. I'm never going to listen to this anyway. Got to say whatever I want. Carnal relations with pilot delayed international flight. Whoa, very cool. Ten years ago, in my early 20s, I went out with my buddy from college and his friends. The place we started partying at was right by Pittsburgh International Airport. It turns out my friend's roommate was a female pilot in her early 30s with all the toppings. That's code for, you know, good-looking babes. Long story short, we all got hammered, and she tried to hook up with my friend who turned her down, and I was just hanging out in the living room. That's how all things start. <laughs> oh no! It's when you it's when you're just hanging out in the mm-hmm. living room, all fucked up, and then yeah. someone arrives. You, yeah. I consoled this crying woman. The She's, left. The she, lefties. So, so the, this. The so leftovers. This, this is a hot, a hot pilot who wants to do it with this guy. This guy's like, no thanks, and she's she's sad. So she goes out, and this guy's just hanging out in the living he's, room. He's playing Halo. We've all been there. <laughs> yeah, she's playing Halo. Mm-hmm. She then wanted to do an impromptu topless photo shoot. <laughs> I have photo evidence if the story isn't enough. I don't want those in my possession, Please man. Please, no. No, you keep those to yourself. 
as much as I'd like to see them for uh, you no, know no, research no. purposes. No, 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 no. But that is that's this is exactly I have I have stories like this where stuff just escalates out of the blue mm-hmm. because you were just hanging out in the living room. <laughs> what? We then started making out. See, that's how it goes. And I decide it's a great idea to drive hammered about five miles back to her apartment. See, this is this is the, don't just stay there and bone. What are you doing? How's the living room? She she has a flight at 10 a.m. to Mexico. She has to fly? I guess. This is 5 a.m.? No, what time is this? You get, like, fucking... You get, like, tested. Uh, I, I, what is she? What is she? Yeah, the, but uh, pilots, sometimes they hop a flight and then they go to the other uh, place. Maybe she just has to get there. on the other plane. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. By the time the carnal passions are over, it's 4 a.m. And, and I'm still very drunk, so he scored. Very cool. At about 7 a.m., I get up to take a piss, and she mentioned how her alarm was going off at 8 a.m. <laughs> I felt like I needed more time to lay in bed with this woman and sleep off the booze. <laughs> So I decided to go around the entire house and unplug, plug back in all the appliances and the alarm clock. (laughs) So around 9.15, we both wake up and she's losing her mind because her (laughs) alarm didn't go off. I said, no worries. You can be at the airport in 10 minutes. She said it didn't work that way. It had to be on the plane by 9.30. It doesn't work. I think she had to fucking fly the plane, man. Uh, it doesn't work. She's getting really. fucking. She was. Oh, she was no. boning and drinking until four a.m. doing topless photo shoots. Oh, this man. is why I don't like to fly, Brooks. No, this, this. She did not have to fly. I don't know, man. Okay, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> the pilot ends up calling off and tells me that the flight would have to be delayed at least an hour until a new pilot got there. She was flying the plane, Brooks. Oh, my gosh. You've seen Flight, the Denzel Washington program? Yeah, he, he's good. Yeah, he's good, but he's saucy. He's, he's functional. Mm-hmm. He's, he's, he's what we call a functional. Okay. I left a few minutes later. I'm sure she figured out that I had just unplugged the appliances <laughs> and the clock since I never heard from her again. Wow. I wanted to know if it was a power move to delay people's vacations so I could get a little bit more sleep. <laughs> that is a power move. When you look at it that way, it's a power move. I hope this isn't too long. Big fan. Sincerely, a big fan. <laughs> yeah, you don't maybe don't want to. I get to leave the name off of this one. Oh my, yeah, that is a. You delayed a flight? <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Uh, Did you hear about Wow Air? I got I got to see these pictures. Did you hear about Send wow? me the send me the pictures, please. No, oh my gosh, dude. You're this is no. What? No. I don't send me the pictures. I am taking Wait. myself off the podcast. <laughs> um, did you hear about Wow Airlines? This I just like want, I just want to see the face. Stop it, Burns. Mm. Did you hear about Wow Airlines? Do you know about this place? Wow. Yeah, Wow it's like Airlines. Hooters? It's like it's, no, basically it's a Hooters if Hooters was an airline. It's uh, it was like super cheap fares. They just went belly up in the middle of the night and left people stranded. They're like, none of our flights <laughs> ever go again. We're done. And the and the CEO, he's on record saying, "I'll never forgive myself. I thought <laughs> we could figure it out." So people like are in Europe and they're like, "Well, my so I have an airline ticket that right. just doesn't work anymore." And it could be like like a that type of airline. Uh, it went belly uh, up ticket. in the middle of the night. Well, it could be. 
like another two grand to get home. Exactly. It's wow. Not like was, it's like if I was stranded in Pittsburgh, could for, I could get a I could get a spirit flight to come back home for no, 400 yeah, These bucks. people are fucked. You could fly like one way from like New York to Europe for like $48. <laughs> That's why this place didn't work. It's like shit spirit. Yeah. No, it's like if spirit's like, oh my God, pull it together. <laughs> okay. All right. One more. This this one's good also. Oh no, the last one was fantastic. Female bootylicious avalanche. I like it. That's the subject line. Okay. Sup, daddies and lady daddies. Respectful. Yeah. Inclusive. I like I it. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Spider from Canada here. Here we go. Oh my God. What are you, the lead singer of Power Man Five Thousand? <laughs> Coming at you with a true north true true north strong and free power move story. For a few summers during college, my buds and I planted trees in northern Canada, which was a great way to make money. Hey, John Doerr did that. He sounds fucking great. No, he said it sucked. Really? Uh, He's on my podcast entry level. He did that. He got fired from it. He got fired off his job, but the bus didn't come for two days, so he had to just stay there for two days. Jesus Christ. Yeah. John Doerr is one of my favorite comedians in the world and people. Yeah, he's great. He's a fucking great person. It was a great way to make money because we got to live in the middle of a bush and great pe- with a great group of people and party pr- pretty much all the time we weren't working. For those unfamiliar, logging companies clear-cut forests, then pay a bunch of young people 10 cents per tree to yeah. replant these clear-cuts. John Doerr buried a bunch of his. That's why he got fired. Oh, Jesus. So that our grandkids could have some tissues to ri- wipe their asses with. They're just basically growing toilet paper. We worked hard in shit weather and often tough conditions, but we played harder. We were always looking forward to the weekend. Always. Anyway, I digress. I lived about an 18-hour drive from the work site. Jesus. No, that's exactly. Yeah, listen to John Doerr's episode. What the fucking shit? Well, they bust them in, then you camp there. That's just madness. Can you it's, imagine it's, in the summer, like in high school or college, you got to go 18 hours to work and they then work stay there, there? They work there for like a month at a time, man. Yeah, but still, that's like a real hassle. Yeah, it sucks. Me and my two best buds, let's call them Steak and JT. Steak is a cool name. Mm -hmm. JT was currently living at the halfway mark of the drive, so Steak and I would do the first half, then pick up JT. We were going away for about two months to work. Yeah, so two months. Yeah. 18-hour drive for two months. The night before we left, Steak and I went to our local bar for a send-off with some friends. Drinks were going down easy. But I took off early, around 11, to see my lady one last time. Wink. Uh Uh-huh, you know what I mean. Steak said he would pick me up the next morning at 9 a.m. and to hit the road. We parted ways. This is always the worst fucking idea as a young person. I did it the the night I left Iowa City to drive to Los Angeles, which is like 26 hours. I drank a bottle of tequila on a roof that night and yeah. threw my bike. I was like, I don't need this bike anymore. So I threw my bike off the roof into the, into the street. Yeah. It's, and then in the morning I was like, Oh God, I gotta drive to Los Angeles. Throughout my twenties and thirties, every time I had to leave someplace, yeah. you got your friends are like one last time. Mm-hmm. And then you get in the morning, everyone else is just in their shorts drinking like, like light beers uh, at 9 AM. And you've got to pack up a U-Haul or something. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. hey, fuck you. And people are st- like, I remember trying to leave Michigan state. Yeah. And my buddies are going into the U-Haul. 
and taking boxes out like you're not leaving don't leave us i'm like man this isn't funny right now yeah, because no, this is a nightmare I, I can't it's really bad right now these jokes aren't funny mm-hmm. and they're like no we're gonna put on acdc on the lawn and watch you leave because we have another year because yeah. we're stupid and had to go five instead of four. Oh man so jealous oh i was so jealous, so jealous. i was never so jealous than when i had to, i graduated in four years yeah and, and other people stayed to go to graduate school or just were on the six-year plan because mm-hmm. they went to junior college and fucked around for a couple of years. Geniuses. The next morning, I was ready to rock at 9 a.m. I gave Steak some leeway since I knew he closed out the bar in classic Steak fashion. Steak mm-hmm. sounds like he's really got a, He's got it together. Steak's got a hungry appetite. Mm-hmm. I called him around 9.30. No answer. I called him a few more times within the next half hour, half hour right to voicemail. I got a ride over to Steak's house, knowing damn well he was still passed out. At this time, there were nineteen or we were nineteen or twenty, and he lived at home with his dad and elder elderly Italian grandma. Well, rad, very cool. <laughs> That's you know you're eating good if you have an mm-hmm. elderly Italian grandma. She answered the door, and her old lady Italian accent said in the most concerning voice. What to happened to, to a steak last night? <laughs> <laughs> that's the best I could do. Yeah, yeah, that's great. What to happened to, to a steak last night? He came home late, making noises, crashing around. <laughs> 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 I tried to play it cool, Rich. I love that she calls him Steak, even if it's not his real name. Right. Oh, Steaky, he is not doing it so good. <laughs> Mistakey. I tried to play it cool and reassure her that it was okay, but she knew. I went right down to the basement to find Steak passed the fuck out in his undies, and on the floor was some newspaper covering up a pile of puke. I shook him awake, and he was straight up still fucking drunk. He shot up, told me he had nothing packed for his two-month gig. This is so fucking right on. Yeah. This is what our friends are like, Brooks. Uh, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> I have nothing bad. He threw some work clothes and camping gear in a bag, and we loaded up his O2 Chevy Cavalier. Oh, that's like that's like the ride that uh, broke down on my uh, on my Disney trip, Brooks. It's a it's a O2 uh, celebrity, but a Cavalier that'll do the job too. He got behind the wheel, and I told him to drive around the corner so his grandma didn't realize how fucked up he was. He says chugled, and I'm I'm just I'm replacing chugled with fucked up. Do you know chugled, Brooks? No, nah, it sounds like some weird Canadian shit. Right. It has to be Canadian. Anyway, for the purposes of everyone else, when I say fucked up, it means chugled or vice versa. He got a few houses down, and I advised him to pull over. He was definitely not sober from the night before. And that's how it happens, too. Yeah. This guy's supposed to drive, and then he's all He's all chugled. Yeah. <laughs> and then like, well, I guess I can't drive for 10 hours. Oh, that's bullshit. I drove 10 hours to JT's place while Steak slept the whole time. Honestly, it was kind <laughs> of peaceful, and I had full control of the tunes. All right, that's understandable. We spent a couple days relaxing and crushing cold ones at JT's before driving the rest of the way to the work site. After about four hours of driving, we stopped in some middle-of-nowhere town for gas. This particular rest stop had an extremely large collection of porno mags, like the most I've ever seen. Very cool. (laughs) Very cool. Very cool. I I have a... You know I like porno mags, Brooks. 
We have we discussed this how I keep porno mags underneath every uh, cushion of uh Yeah, piece I of found furniture? out when you were moving in. I didn't like that I'd been sitting on it. <laughs> I have I have I still have one under my uh my chair that I I got gifted from Pronger at the new place. I don't place. like it. Well, that porno mag was a gift from CAA who I don't even know if represents <laughs> me anymore. <laughs> That's real. I don't know if I have an agent. Yeah, you don't want to bug him because you don't want him to be like, we still represent him? Right, I have no idea. I barely know if I have a manager. <laughs> I, I, oh, speak, I speak to either of them. I haven't spoken to an agent in, I would say, two years and maybe like twice a year I speak to him. I, there's just, I'm, that's why I'm here, folks. This oh, particular boy. rest stop had an extremely <laughs> large collection of porno mags, like the most I've ever seen. You've never seen this. You've never seen porn like this. It's unbelievable. JT was taking a, taking a crud? Is this some other Canadian shit, Brooks? Taking a crud? Yeah, this guy. You must, take, this no, guy's a no, no, no. I get it. I, I appreciate learning new uh, verbiage for things. Taking mm-hmm. a crud. Mm-hmm. JT was taking a crud while me and Steak marveled over this one particular mag called Bootylicious. Well, that sounds like a good one. The cover had an enormous butt, and the name was hilarious. So we paid for our gas and road trip snacks and went back to the O2 calf. <laughs> JT then came waltzing out of the can. He's about 20 feet from the car when Steak yells, Hey, yo, go back inside and buy that Bootylicious mag. <laughs> These, I love these guys. Yeah, these are great. These are my friends <laughs> to yeah. a T, except the Canadian versions. Without saying a word, JT turns around and walks back into the store. He returns two minutes later with an energy drink and, you guessed it, a bootylicious porno bag. Heck yeah. <laughs> Got to. Steak is driving. I'm in shotgun and JT is in the back seat wearing Daisy Dukes and an American flag bandana. I have a photo of this get up. That's how I remember. I need the photo, man. Please. You can get this photo. This is an agreeable photo. These are just factual things. It's not about like I want to beat off to the pilot or JT. I just want to see the photo. JT's a fine photo to send. You can't send send unlawful nudes. That's fair. We cut out out the just you know edit them we begin checking out the mag as soon as we're back on the road the boredom of the drive sets in and the cure was to cut off and tape up pics all over the interior of the o2 calf all kinds of sex stuff i have a photo of me and a snake who i talk about sometimes in the back of a uh, car driving to new orleans and i talked about going to new orleans with Uh, a guy who dumped coke in snakes gave coke to snake and we didn't know it was coke but snake yeah. Dumped it in our drinks. Yo, you There's a picture of us week. in the back of a car, and we have a big stack of porno mags. We're wearing wife beaters going to New Orleans. It was a horrible, great trip. Yes. We begin checking out the mags, and as soon as we're back on the road, the boredom of the drive sets in. The cure was to cut out and tape up pics, of, pics all over the interior of the O2 cab, all kinds of sex stuff. You've seen porno before. I don't need to explain. Right. <laughs> the best piece was a softball-sized ball sack of a man taped to the dashboard. <laughs> See, that's how you know that these are good guys. Yeah, It's not about being misogynistic. The one that they choose to feature the yeah. most is the guy with the giant balls, because it's the funniest. <laughs> yeah. Nudity and private parts are funny. 
Steak begins laughing uncontrollably to the point where it's dangerous. So he pulled the car over and asked me to drive. I'm laughing too, but oblige. We're driving along for about five minutes before I see the blue and red lights flashing in my rear view. I knew I was speeding, so it's no big. I can deal with the ticket. Anxiety kicks in when I wonder what the cop will think of us where, when there's all kinds of porno taped all inside the car. Yeah. Looking back on this now, I'm almost positive there's nothing illegal about the situation we put ourselves in, but young me panicked. All three of us start ripping the porno down and shoving it in the glove box. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, this is... Uh, this scene is so good. I got pulled over with a pound of weed on me before <laughs> weed was legal. Oh, man. I wish we had that weed. No, man. It Pretty sucked, sweet. man. It was. It, I got paid in weed in Humboldt County one, during my Ocean's I remember tour. this. Yeah. This, is, this is like last year. It's like three years ago. <laughs> I'm not, and I don't smoke weed. It's just guy just gave me a pound of weed. I was like, cool. And uh, I was just like all shaky when I handed the cop my driver's license. Oh, my he's like, God. He's like, why are you shaking? And I just go, I uh, authority makes me nervous. And he goes, okay. And it was a speed trap. It's not like I did. It was like, you know, caught me over a hill. So he literally oh. just, it was like a five minute stop. Oh, yes. Yeah, Stone bounce. sober. I'm fucking a nervous wreck. Yeah. When a cop pulls me over. Exactly. I was, yeah, we were driving back from Portland. Me and, right. me and Brunger <laughs> got pulled over in like Kentucky or some shit. I forget where it was. And hey, boy, what are you doing? Well, we're yeah. we're touring comedians. Oh, you're comics, huh? No. Tell me a joke. Get out of the car on the fucking highway. No thanks. Hands on the hood. We never even had to get out. Me for no reason. Yeah, he just just real quick. All right, let's finish the story. I'm in full panic mode, trying to pretend I'm not staring at pictures of ass sack and other nether regions while trying to find the O2 cabs registration. I find it and fish out my license. The cop graciously pretends he doesn't see the bootylicious avalanche. I can only assume he doesn't want to go down that road. He went back to the cruiser and returned a few minutes later with a $45 speeding ticket. That's a bargain price. That's and dope. a warning to slow down the rest of the way. Easy enough. I asked Steak to drive the rest of the way and he agreed. JT, an adult, didn't have his license at the time, so he chilled out in the back. <laughs> that's, a, that's a power. Uh, your buddy who doesn't have a license is hilarious. To this day, Steak maintains if I would have handed the cop the cutout of the ball sack, he would have just laughed and let me off without the ticket. I don't know. <laughs> that's a risk, but it could have paid off. I, for one, feel I would have either been arrested, beat up, or somehow got a more expensive ticket. Guess we'll never know. We arrived safely a few hours later at our boss's house. Our boss, a lover of all things fun, suggested we go to the local gentleman's club for some beers. We agreed, and a bunch of us went over. It was glow-in-the-dark night, and the dancer used some glow-in-the-dark lubricant as part of her show. During a butt slap, a piece of the lubricant projectiled and hit stake in the forehead. <laughs> he didn't notice, and nobody told him. I let him keep that speckle of lube on his forehead for the night as payback for sleeping in and pretty much making me get a speeding ticket. The rest of the season went great. We made good money, had tons of beers, and devil's lettuce by the campfire after work. Great times with a few of my best buds, steak, JT and I are still good friends to this day. Very cool. Thanks for listening, and take this as a warning not to turn your vehicle into a porno collage. Spider. <laughs> I don't know. I think it was a great idea. I like Spider and his friends. Yeah, they're great. They sound fun. They're not hurting anybody. And no he, sends, he sends a PS. Uh, on April 27th, me and some dudes 
are uh, doing Metalla Day, which is a day where we get together and listen to the entire live, the entire Metallica discography to start to finish while indulging in beers, other beverages, and some good food. Barbecue some hot dogs if the weather cooperates. If you're interested in some correspondence, either written or audio from Metalla Day, let me know. Of course. Thanks. Send that love out. the podcast and a big Carl fan as well. Thanks for the laughs. Spider. Spider, I want the Metalla Day documented. Only and we start will talk documenting about when you get to Saint Anger, please. <laughs> when they got good. When when Bread Fan comes on. Yeah. Bread Fan's good fucking jam. Uh well, speaking of that, you want to get into power grooves? I got to go get this car, Burns. All right. All right. I mean, I, I know. Hey, Dilly Dally, you're not going to get out of here for five seconds. And I'm, by five seconds, I mean ten. Uh, no, I'm like ready to go. I got to do car. some power grooves, Brooks. All right, let's get into the power grooves. What do you got, Burns? Uh, my jam of the week, uh, I already played the, uh, the uh, Rich O'Toole song, so everyone is familiar with that, and that was going to be my jam, but... Here's what I've been listening to. Okay. Battleship Chains by the Georgia Satellites. The Lick, the Kick and Lick remix. If you're familiar with the Georgia Satellites, you know, they did the song Keep Your Hands to Yourself. But this song is far superior. If you want a good fucking jam to start your Thursday, your Friday, kick off your fucking weekend... It's not the sentiment of the song that's important. It's what the guitar tone is. It's how fucking free and easy it is. It sounds so good with the Miller High Life. Check out Battleship Chains by the Georgia Satellites, the Kick and Lick remix. That is a Mike Burns power moves guarantee. We have such different musical tastes. You're like an you're like a late 80s early 90s hip hop guy and I'm like an indie rock bitch but from I the li- 2000s. Well, see, that's the thing is I listen to all of right. the same stuff that you do. No, totally. But what but I try to sell is a vibe and a okay. lifestyle. All right. No, I get it. And, My- and if both of us talk about the new national single. It's Which no, is good. There's no texture. It's a great single. It's great. I think it's great. It it's made me great. go back and listen. This week I listened to the whole national catalog because I like that new single so much. So they I was got like, so, oh, they're back, baby. They got so much better after fucking alligator or whatever the fuck it was uh but they're still like one of my favorite bands ever um yeah the bo- I, got, I got a lot you, of tweets heard the nationals the boxer you're missing out well yeah i mean this is so dope uh also uh trouble will find you is just like the saddest song i should live in also. salt i listened to twice in the car on the way here bro they're the greatest band i ever saw at snl the national that includes arcade fire fucking um who else it just everyone i saw they're, the National if, was the If you're best not band. familiar, they're one of the best bands that you yeah. haven't you haven't gotten into, and it's not like a flash in the pan band. They're fucking good. No, they're dope as fuck. Uh, okay, so mine and is just live. They fucking blow the doors yeah. They're the off. best live band uh, besides like Cage Elephant. So good live. Uh, but um, I will say Autumn Sweater by Yola Tango. Ooh, I've been listening to that. It's a nice. It's a nice springtime. Even though it's Autumn Sweater, springtime song. It's positive vibes while I'm walking around. Wow, Brooks, that was like. That was like an anthem for me. I would go top three songs I listened to the entire time I lived in in New York. It's a great walking around song. Autumn Sweater was my fucking jam. It's so good. It puts you in a great mood. It's great vibes. Is Cherry Chapstick? Cherry Chapstick is also Yola Tango. 
I think so. I don't know. I don't know a lot about Yola Tango. I hit up um, Eugene Merman because they have so much stuff. Oh yeah, because well, Eugene opened for him for a while, and I was like, "Yo, right. Eugene, w- like, what should I? Where should I start with Yola Tango?" And he was like, "Ask John Benjamin." And I was like, "Well, I'm not as good of friends with John, so I'm not gonna do that." But, uh, but yeah, I love Yo- uh, Autumn Sweater by Yola Tango. Yeah, Cherry Chapstick. Check that out too, Brooks. You'll love that. The I reason. Will. I started listening to Yola Tango, I think, was because Eugene Merman gave him a shout out on his first album. Yeah, they, he opened for him for a while. Yeah, yeah, and that's why he did that. And then I asked him, I was like, who should I listen to? He's like, oh, I don't listen to him that much. I was like, oh, okay. I think that they performed in some capacity at Invite Them Up. I'm sure they did. In the old days. Eugene's you missed. the best. I would have loved to have you around then, Brooks. It was the, it was the time of my life. The early, the early New York with the boys... Oh boy. I just remembered I have to tweet. Hey, you guys should watch. I had a dinner one time with uh, Eugene Merman and uh, Wyatt Cenac, and I got so wasted because Eugene is straight up from Russia. Uh, we were drinking Manhattans. I don't drink hard alcohol that well. That like I was like, I got to go, and I left $20 on probably a $500 bill, and he just thought it was funny that I thought $20 was either fair. He's like, either don't pay or pay fair. Like, I was like, <laughs> here we go, and I just left. Uh so that's pretty funny. Um, all right, that's it. For, I got to go get this car, Burns. All right. I do have one. One Eugene was one of those guys I always thought was kind of would would would, would be a, a, a snobby indie type comic. But he's, then after being at parties with he's him. He's literally the nicest in New York, dude ever. Just from being around. I did. I did invite them up, I think, twice. But and, and I looked at that guy like a fucking God. And, you know, like I was hands off like I. Eugene's not going to be friends with me. No, but that so guy nice. would get pops in him. He would just come up, get in your face, like, what are you guys doing? And it wasn't like a bit. It was like he was just having a good time. He's a good dude, man. Check out Eugene Merman's uh, first album. That's He's it. the best. That's it. All right. I got to go buy. A, I got to go help figure out how to get a car. All right. We can't do. Uh, you can't do after dark. I don't. Week. I don't have time. I'll, maybe I'll take the equipment. I'll go. I'll knock something out. I. Yep. Yeah, you do what you need to do. Really looking forward to the weekend, you guys. I'm going to be in Burns' pool.